At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Is the McRib, would you say, healthy if you sprinkle rough greens on it? I don't know if rough greens can... Uh, overwhelm <laughs> the, negative. the negative of of a McRib sandwich. I I was thinking that uh, you know as I was getting ready to do the rough greens, I'm like a McRib. I mean, I think they they pour that out into a little container, a liquid form, to make it look like meat, and it's and it looks like it has bones, yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, you know, it does have bones. Your dog. <laughs> you know, what's not healthy McRibs. You might want to put some rough greens on your dog food because your dog food, if it's kibble food, not a, not healthy either for your dog. Get a free trial bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. All right. Eric Schmidt is, uh, is going to be uh, deposing... Anthony Fauci under oath for a lawsuit with Louisiana and uh, Missouri. We're going to talk to him next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. You want to know somebody who is punching back hard is Eric Schmidt. He's the Missouri Attorney General. He's running for U.S. Senate, uh, but we're not going to talk to him really about his campaign. We're going to talk to him about the things he's doing right now as the Attorney General. 19 Republican-led states are launching an investigation into six large U.S. banks over ESG policies. He also has just won uh, in court the right to investigate the propaganda that the White House and Fauci were coordinating to try to sell the COVID uh, campaign. He's going to have him under oath now, court ordered. He and I believe the Attorney General of Louisiana, they've been fighting all summer for this. It has just been approved. We're gonna talk to him in 60 seconds. So your phone spends most of its time costing you money from the phone service itself to all the crap we're all buying online. That phone is basically burning a hole through your wallet. But 
What if it didn't have to be that way? What if there was something that could put your phone uh, kind of on a diet? It would save instead of cost. Upside is an amazing app for your phone that will save you money on gas, on groceries, on dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, check in at the business, and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy and you feel the results right where it counts in the wallet. Download the free Upside app and use the promo code BECK. You'll get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. 25 cents a gallon. First tank of gas, Upside. Use the promo code BECK. Go to the App Store and download the app, Upside. Eric Schmidt is joining us now. He's running for U.S. uh, Senate. He is currently the Missouri Attorney General. Hello, Eric. How are you? Good to be with you. I'm doing great, Glenn. Hey, uh, I just have to ask you, does some of your tenacity come from the fact that your, I think it was your grandfather, was in the 7th Army, which, if I'm not mistaken, the 7th was Patton, wasn't it? Well, he was in the uh, he was in the uh, the forty fourth infantry division, and they saw a lot of combat. And my grandfather had a eighth grade education and fought in World War II. Came back, started a, a butcher shop uh, where you know he raised a family. My dad worked seven days a week in the midnight shift, and so yeah, I think I think I got some of that grit and determination from my family and that work ethic. Because there's a lot of work to do, but uh, oh, I'm certainly blessed to have to be in a position to do some of this stuff. So um, I want to talk to you about two things, ESG and uh, the COVID investigation. Can we start there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Which, which one do you want to talk about, ESG or, or, or the COVID investigation? Yeah, let's do that first. The court yeah, so, gr- um, granted your request to depose Anthony Fauci and also Jen uh, Psaki and, and others about the administration colluding with social media to uh, to s- suppress free speech. Yeah, so we filed the lawsuit, and uh, it's a landmark lawsuit when we filed it in the spring. We've been fighting all summer to get uh, discovery, which we've received, and now we've got an order to take the depositions of Fauci and Psaki under oath and others, which is a big... Uh, um, a big thing in this case to get to the truth, because as you know, Glenn, the, the First Amendment is the beating heart of our Constitution. We're born with the right to speak our minds and have opinions, and government's role is to protect that right, certainly not to infringe upon that right. And what we've seen, especially during COVID, was a government outsourcing its censorship to big tech giants like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And through this discovery and this lawsuit, we found out that they were holding weekly censorship meetings that, that uh, senior Facebook officials were texting the Surgeon General of the United States saying, hey, yeah, we took that one down. What else can we do? I mean, coordinating directly wow. and co- colluding directly with the government to silence people, to deplatform them, to, you know, to essentially silence them. And uh, we also know that, uh, uh, you know, obviously Anthony Fauci was a part of this. Jen Psaki was, you know, when she was press secretary, spoke openly about how they were flagging posts. Right for Facebook. And so now for the first time, we get a look under the hood. We've actually got the documents to prove this was actually happening. But on Friday, we got a court order to take Fauci's deposition. And I just think um, for a lot of reasons, Glenn, this is critical because what we saw during COVID was 
wasn't about the science. We know that. It wasn't about anything like that. It was about power and control. And if you dared to disagree, if you dared to have a dissenting opinion, I mean, they came after you. And not just MSNBC and these you no. know, crazies on the Individuals. left, but the government. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The, the of the United States. Correct, correct. Uh, the government was using um, these. I mean, it is it's a public private partnership between social media and the White House and the government. And it's absolutely wrong. So you're investigating this. What is what's the ramification if you can prove this in a court of law? What what happens? What's the penalty? Well, ultimately, yeah, I mean, ultimately, we're seeking to enjoin it to stop it. But I think, Glenn. Um, maybe the most important work that could come from all of this, there's a lot of, I suppose, repercussions down the line, but exposing this, because, you know, this would be the job of, uh, of a press that wasn't so aligned, right, with right. the Biden administration. And by the way, part of this investigation also is not just what was happening during COVID, but, you know, uh, we also are taking the deposition of, um, of a, um, an FBI official, who has bragged on a podcast about his working relationship with big tech and the Hunter Biden laptop story. So all of these things that, you know, people were pointing out as this is, you know, this is unbelievable. We can't believe this is happening in the United States of America. This is Orwellian. In this lawsuit, we get the opportunity to actually show documents, to show emails, to show text messages in these sworn depositions that will be taken. What was actually happening? And I don't care what your political stripe is, Glenn. This ought to scare the bejesus out of everybody. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that um, you see happening in other countries, that if it was happening in other countries, our State Department would be warning us about the level of censorship and government action and authoritarianism. Uh, And I think we have to stand up and we have to push back. And, uh, you know, I've been unafraid to do so. and And we're making progress. Um, let me just tie it to the Senate. Will you take this kind of stuff to the Senate? And do you have enough allies in the Senate to get this on the table and on the agenda? I hope so. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the same fighting spirit I've had as attorney general and take it to the Senate, because I think a very important role over the next two years, assuming we take the majority, which will be very important, um, is this oversight role. And you got to have tough people who are unafraid to ask these questions. And I've said, you know, when, when Fauci announced that his retirement in December, um, you know, that should not excuse him from being, you know, called before Congress. So Fauci oh, yeah. ought to clear his calendar for 2023 because it's not just about the COVID censorship. We still need answers on what he knew about the, you know, gain of function research, his role with that, right? Covering it up with the World Health Organization, not being honest with the American people, coordinating with the teachers unions to shut down schools and force five-year-olds to wear masks. We cannot let this stuff ever happen again. And the only way we're ever going to do that is to get answers, hold these people's feet to the fire. And I'm committed to doing that. We ought to bring in senior justice department officials. Why is it our justice department is targeting, you know, political enemies? Why is it okay for pro-life, you know, folks to be targeted? Why are parents being investigated under the Patriot Act for showing up to school board meetings? Uh, there's a lot of things we need to do, but I'm going to be right in the center of it. I promise you that. Okay. Uh, Eric Schmidt, he is running for U.S. Senate in Missouri. He is the current Missouri Attorney General. He has also been outstanding on ESG. We're going to talk to him about uh, his his new uh, litigation against the banks and his um, his questionnaire 
that he has sent the banks and what it all means in 60 seconds. First, I want to take a moment to talk about the food that you've been feeding your dog. Is it healthy? I've always thought it was. I mean, we buy the best kibble food out there and, you know, you put it in the dish and they eat it or don't. In Uno's case, he wouldn't eat it. Um, uh, but he's always been a picky eater. We thought we had the best. I mean, we went to the vet. Is this the best? What do we feed him this? Great. Okay. Kibble food is sterilized. So your dog's not getting that much out of it. He's not getting the best you can give him. Now, this is not a dog food. This is a supplement that you put on your dog's food. It's called Rough Greens. And it's an idea developed by uh, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the food, chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. If it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. Most dogs love it and go crazy for it. Uno does. Um, President Miles does and Stu's dogs. The folks at Rough Greens want to send you a first trial pack just to make sure your dog likes it. So you're not out anything. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. If your dog likes it and eats it, then get a full bag and watch the difference in your dog over the coming months. Roughgreens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Do it now. 10 seconds. Station ID. Eric Schmidt, who is uh, running for uh, U.S. Senate and uh, currently, Stu, beating his opponent, right, in the polls? Yeah, seems that way, yeah. although you can never be too sure. Make sure you go out and vote. Yeah, vote, 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 vote. Um, Eric, I want to talk to you also here about your work on ESG. You have led yeah. 19 states in a coalition to launch an investigation into six major banks over ESG investing. Tell me about this. Yeah, no, I know, Glenn, this is something you've been talking about for a very long time. And, and this is real. And I think the American people are becoming more familiar with the term and what it means and what the repercussions could mean for the United States. So, you know, six of the largest banks, we launched an investigation into them. We issued subpoenas. We launched that uh, early last week um, to get at their involvement in this net zero banking alliance. And what is that? It is a United Nations governed alliance among some of the biggest banks in the world. And to put that in perspective, they control about 40% of all the banking assets in the United States, these six banks. And what they've committed to do is to, by 2050, and benchmarks all along the way, have a portfolio that is a net carbon neutral portfolio. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means that they're going to cut off lending and capital for oil and gas um, and energy exploration, auto manufacturing, agriculture. I mean, this is far reaching and it is not uh, just about oil and gas. I mean, this gets at everything. For example, the farmer that has too many diesel powered vehicles on his farm might not get that loan. I mean, this is incredibly scary stuff. They've committed to it. And so we've launched this investigation because this thing uh, sounds a lot like anti-competitive behavior. It sounds a lot like unfair trade practices. And so Missouri's leading the charge with these other states to investigate this and actually issue these subpoenas and get to the bottom of it. Because, Glenn, what we're seeing right now with inflation, obviously, when you spend trillions and you cut off and, you know, domestic energy supply and declare war on American energy, you get higher prices for everything. That's what we're seeing right now. This is the long-term vision for that. 
This is to make sure that, you know, this happens in the long run. And everybody's going to pay a lot more for everything. And it's also feeding away American sovereignty. Big time. The idea that the United Nations would be dictating who gets a loan, what farmer gets a loan, what startup. You know, we have all the energy we'll ever need in this country to be energy dominant and to export that to our friends and allies around the world. And this is a direct threat to that, no doubt. So you sent a list of, of questions uh, about, you know, you've, you've, uh, you say you're part of the Global Climate Initiative, identify who made the decision to join, uh, include any involvement or input from your board of directors, investors, covered companies, and your reasoning. What exactly are you doing? What is your participation level? What are you expecting to find? Uh, well, we've launched it and we want to know more. Because, as I said, the legal issues here, this is not just, uh, you know, we could object to this um, theoretically, rhetorically. We can talk about the implications it could have for the economy. All of those things are legitimate points of discussion, and, and I think you and I see eye to eye on that. But this is, these are legal documents, right? These are, these are civil investigative demands, essentially subpoenas, saying you need to tell us more about this because we have laws in our state that might forbid this practice. And, um, and so we want to get them on the record find out what exactly, um, you know, the process has been for them internally. Have they been working together on this? Again, this is 40% of all the banking assets in the United States. And it's not just 2050. There are benchmarks all along the way that, again, will siphon off, cut off lending and capital for energy exploration. The manufacturing of cars, you know, farm loans. I mean, this is pretty far-reaching and uh, deserves scrutiny. Um, so tell me about the, uh, election. How you doing so far? How are you feeling? We're, I mean, we're, we're, uh, in a good position. Um, I think we're in a strong position, but I'm running against, uh, an heiress, uh, of the Anheuser-Busch fortune okay. who is outspending us right now. And, and by the way, you can't make this stuff up when, you know, my dad worked at Anheuser-Busch seven days a week of the midnight shift. I referenced that I actually in college gave tours and took out the trash at the estate that she grew up on. The media hates this, right? Because <laughs> who says blue collar roots is, who's fighting for working class families, taking on an out of touch limousine liberal. So that's obviously a difference in our backgrounds, but also our beliefs. I mean, she signed on to the green new deal. She's campaigning to be the 51st vote um, for the Biden agenda would be a total disaster is oh. for eliminating the filibuster packing the court. And so, you know, we've got a tough race here that we're going to um, continue to run through the tape because getting the majority, getting to 51, certainly runs through Missouri. And if, you know, if people want to help, they can text Schmidt to 30409. We'd appreciate it. We've uh, got 14 days to save America here. Glenn, yeah, and, I know, uh, I know. Doing everything I can. I know. Um, by the way, she's outspending, uh, Eric, two to one. And this is what's happening. You know, Nancy Pelosi just came out a couple of days ago said and they're just all this dark money is being poured in what are you talking about the democrats are outspending two and three to one in every case it's crazy the amount of money that they're spending and uh doesn't look like it's working so far thank you so well, much you know go ahead yeah, we'll keep fighting glenn thanks we'll keep fighting thanks for all that you do and like i said everything we talked about today and on your show previously i'm going to take that same spirit to the senate we need more reinforcements in Washington, and I uh, appreciate you having me on. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Eric Schmidt, um, an attorney general I am most impressed with.
he has taken the bull by the horns on a few items and is relentless, just relentless, uh, and would be great to have that kind of a wake-up call in the, uh, in the Senate. Okay, uh, the Fetterman debate is uh, tonight. Dr. Oz and Fetterman. Do we have a website I can give out where you can watch it online? I, I, I want to be able to watch it. You emailed me. Um, I really want to watch it tonight. Um, and uh, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And I guess you can yeah, get there's it. There's other shows on at that time. Uh, I wouldn't watch anything else. You don't want to you don't want to waste your 8 p.m. hour. It's an important hour. But it's a if you're in the East Coast, I mean, uh, 8 p.m. is vital to you. Uh, the only thing I could think of, I don't know, maybe go to blazetv.com slash Glenn, use the promo code Glenn and then watch uh, whatever's on then. No, it's you know, not. Stu does America, whatever's on, you know. Whatever happens to air at that particular moment. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Probably nothing good. Uh, but, I mean, it, you if you watch that, I mean, you might miss super, super classics from Fetterman like this. What is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income, a path to a safe place for them to win or excuse me to, to work oh no that's that's, now, that's wait, totally wait, wait, okay wait wait wait, wait 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 you're dr oz dr oz response <laughs> wow uh, if that happens i don't know what you do i mean i think you just try to let i think you let the people of pennsylvania Watch what just happened and judge for themselves. And you know? then it's just say, I, I am honestly not sure what he was saying, but maybe it was just me. Here's what we need to say. Yeah, that's Don't all be do. smart about it. Don't just, you, I think you have to recognize it. And it could just, you got to be really careful because that's yeah. really uncomfortable. If you're I, just listening in, to that clip, we've listened to it a few times off the air yeah. too. I, every time it starts, I start to cringe. I feel yeah. like my stomach tightening. Yeah, it's like uh, it's really, and I don't have abs, so I that's don't. a big deal. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's the new Fetterman <laughs> workout, the ab workout. It's fantastic. What is wrong mm. with demanding for? Right. I got it. I got it. An easy, oh, safe, let it burn kind of their oh income oh. a path to a safe place for them to win oh. or excuse me to, to work <sighs> that i mean uh, that's sad man watching that's... that watch if that happens tonight i think the race is over i mean unless oz you know blows it um but that that's just uncomfortable to watch that is just uncomfortable to watch hmm. <sighs> okay God, could you just please let the Republic have common sense just for a couple of weeks? Just a couple of weeks, common sense. The Glenn Beck Program. Tunnel Towers Foundation. I did that like Fetterman, didn't I? Tunnel Towers to Foundation 
is delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's heroes that they have made for us. Let me tell you about Mario Nelson. After 9-11, Mario was involved with the recovery efforts at Ground Zero, and that experience motivated him to enlist in the U.S. Army. He was sent to Iraq, where sadly he was killed in action, and now Mario, only 26, he had a wife and a young daughter. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation saw to it that they received a mortgage-free home. Your kindness, your generosity provided them with the financial stability they needed right when they needed it the most. Whether they're ensuring that families can stay in the home where they made memories with their fallen loved one or helping families make new memories that they'll cherish forever, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is out there doing so much good. They need your help. Donate $11 a month now at Tunnel to Towers. It's T. The number 2T.org. That's T2T.org. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We are... Uh, Pleased to have on another U.S. Senate candidate. This one is a retired U.S. Army Brigadier General uh, Don Bolduc, and uh, he was what 13 points behind. Yeah, he won the primary, and it was all the polls were showing him down double digits. Uh, the, the media was telling us he was this extreme candidate, and he had no chance of winning. And latest poll has him down one. Holy cow! Welcome. How are you, Don? I'm well, sir. How are you? I'm very good. So uh, tell me what the difference is between you and, and explain to America is a, a New Hampshire Republican. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I think what it means uh, right now is a particularly a Republican who is an outsider, native born, spent 33 plus years in the military serving his country from private to general and has demonstrated leadership uh, in, you know, a variety of situations, training, humanitarian operations, combat operation, came back to his state five years ago and with his wife and family began helping veterans and family members and then many people across our disabled community get the help that they need, the help that they're not getting. Uh, what they see is me as an outsider, someone who's not a career politician, someone who's not going to heed to special interests, lobbyists, uh, and the wealthy political elite, and is going to go down there and do what our founding fathers wanted senators to do, and that is be an ambassador to the state in which they come in Washington, D.C., to better the lives of granite staters, and, you know, for me in particular, and Americans. And it's message over money right now, and she has voted... 100% with Joe Biden's failed policies and 96% with Chuck Schumer and the, wow. and the Democrat. So uh, people want an outsider and they want someone who's going to go down there and fight for the future of their children and grandchildren and their current livelihood, which they're be having to make choices between heating and eating and retirees coming out of retirement to have to get jobs in order to maintain a standard of living they didn't have to maintain um two years ago so you are talking about the the big issue with you seems to be heating and eating uh and and i what causes this what what 
What is it that the Senate could do that would reverse this or stop whatever's causing it? What is it? Well, I think what it is is reversing the bad energy decisions that that Biden has made and that the current Democrats have have um, endorsed 100 percent. That's what the inflation is linked to. And in August, you know, Senator Hassan, along with the other Democrats, voted against expanding our petroleum and natural gas, uh, you know, uh, you know, expanding that so that we could buy down inflation. We could buy down heating costs. Uh, you know, natural gas costs, uh, costs at the gas pump, costs in the grocery store. And as it stands now, those are going to double in December. So we need to go down there and do the exact opposite, because this inflation that people are feeling is tied directly to energy dependence. And we need to do what the previous administration did, and that is invest in energy independence. And we can do that. We can do that by reinitiating the the XL pipeline, by... uh, by expanding exploration, by expanding fracking, by drilling, uh, that opens up the permits and leases. Uh, right now in New, Hamp- in, in New England, this winter, we have been warned that with the nat- natural gas shortage from a normal 18 billion cubic feet that comes to New England, we're only going to get 2 billion cubic feet. And that Holy runs our electric grid. And that is going to cause blackouts. And children across this state in you know, in a climate that gets below zero and in some in some areas of New Hampshire, 40 below zero and they're not going to have heat. They're not going to have electricity. Uh, you know, they're not going to have the means to buy food or put gas in their cars and trucks to get out and move snow and get and get from point A to point B. Uh, the misery index is going to be extremely high here in the Grand State and across the country. And, and this is the fault of Senator Hassan. Uh, in the way she's been voting, and Granite Staters know it, and they're looking for an outsider to go down there and did what he, he did in the military, and that is fight for this country, fight for its freedoms, its liberty, its economic prosperity, and its safety and security. I will tell you, it is crazy that we are saying that there's going to be fuel shortages here in America. Here in Texas, natural gas has dropped almost to zero. There is such a glut of natural gas here in uh, in Texas that they're honestly talking about paying people to take the natural gas out of the system here in Texas. There, nobody's nobody's getting it. Nobody's nobody's buying it uh, right now, right. and it's it's plentiful in Texas. This is insanity that this is going on. It is insanity, and you know, and it's it's designed ultimately for continued. Government controlled through fear and uncertainty across all our institutions, family, religious, political, military, economic, to get people to be, um, you know, dependent upon the government and not independent because we're on this bad road away from our great constitutional republic, away from our values and our principles and our God-given rights that we're supposed to protect. This is what's been happening over the last 40, 50 years. And now all the caution signs for that are in the rearview mirror. And we need to get out ahead of this. And we do it in 2022 by sending a message to Washington, D.C. and to the current president of the United States that enough is enough. We want our livelihoods back. We want you out of our business. And we want to live our lives free and fair 
with little government interference. Um, we're talking to former Brigadier General um, Don Bulldog. He is running for U.S. Senate out of New Hampshire. I will tell you, when we checked into you, Don, uh, a couple of the guys that, that uh, work for me who have pretty extensive military service, I asked them, can you get the first look on him? Let me find out who he was. They came back and said, very impressive career. Um, let me ask you a, a military question. Um, the 101st Airborne has just been sent into Romania. They're three miles from the Ukrainian border. I don't know what our president is is thinking, but I don't think the American people uh, are for a war with with Russia. Is this a concerning sign to you that we've just sent the airborne over there? First time in 80 years. Yes, sir. It's a very concerning sign because that's how it starts. You know, it starts first by not having a plan, allowing something like this to happen uh, because we have weak foreign policy across the board with our with our military leadership, our State Department, the B team over there in the White House, National Security Council staff, they have absolutely no idea what they're doing. They opened up the floodgates for these type of pro- uh, provocations with their debacle withdrawal from Afghanistan. They emboldened China, Russia, North Korea, Iran. They caused this. They didn't do anything about it. They watched it. They continue to watch it. They continue to throw money at it, step one. Step two, oh, now we're just going to, uh, you know, send a light infantry division over there, um, a light infantry division, by the way, which is the first step to dipping our toe uh, into putting boots on the ground, conventional boots on the ground, which is where none of us want to go. If we would just get tough with Putin and just completely shut down his energy capability, we would bring the Russian people to the table. They would say enough is enough to him. The Politburo would say enough is enough to him. And we would drag his butt to the table and uh, and broker a peace deal. And we wouldn't uh, have to foot the bill. This is very dangerous, sir. This is what they do. And they did it for 20 years in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria. They continue to do it in Africa and many other places that Americans just go along every single day. Don't think much about it. But this would, General, this would not be a war that would be like those, would it? I mean, this is war with Russia. Doesn't that get pretty serious pretty quickly? Right. This is a conventional war that will escalate all the way across Europe. Uh, And and, um, one that our military, I would remind everybody, has been rated weak, incapable of conducting a ground war. We went from marginal to weak, according to the Heritage Foundation study from 2022 to 2023. We don't have the Navy, the Air Force, the ground forces, uh, the logistical capability. Heck, um, our service members have been spending more time on CRT, gender training, and pronouns than they have shoot, move, and communicate. Um, We have low morale. We can't recruit. We can't retain. uh, And we not sustain the you know a conventional uh war and it's a fact and and that is sad and that's the doing of you know the biden administration it's the doing of the democrats there they weakened us to the point where yeah this isn't going to be unconventional warfare this isn't going to be uh you know you know limited boots on the ground this will escalate to a conventional war across europe and none of us want to go there and none of us can afford that 
Uh, Don, thank you very much. Um, former Brigadier General Don Bulldog, he is uh, again running in New Hampshire. How does somebody get involved with your uh, Senate campaign? Well, thank you for reminding me on that, sir. Uh, <laughs> you go to donbaldick.com. Um, and, uh, you know, let's face it, I got a, 23, a $30 million uh, Democrat candidate getting money from special interests and lobbyists, and I have a million-dollar budget. Uh, and so wow. we're going to win this. We've closed it up to one point now. We're going to surge past her, but I could sure use some help. I get it. It's hard economic times, but you can go to DonBaldick.com and help me out. It would be greatly appreciated. Anything helps. And thank you for allowing me to plug that, sir. You, you bet. Don, God bless. Good luck to you. Thank you so much. U.S. Senate candidate uh, Don B-O-L-D, Bolduck, U-C, Bolduck, um, DonBolduck.com. I liked him. Do you like him? Yeah. He seemed just like common You know, he's like, yeah, there's a, there's a stupid. It seems right. like, yeah, like a, a military guy and no nonsense. Yeah. And, you know, it's tough when you're dealing with some of these candidates and these races to put up with the nonsense. So I'm glad, I'm, you know. Boy, would that be, that, that would be, see, that's the that'd race. be a sign of a red wave. I mean, yeah. a tidal wave. If he gets yeah. in, not that he's a better or worse candidate. It's just, that's New Hampshire. Yeah, I've had that as lean uh, Democrat for a while and i think it's it's ready to move into toss-up category we are there wow. i mean the, the last two uh, polls that have been out with one point and three points and this is by the way another one of these races that the mainstream told you give up on we're not putting any money into it we're going to ignore it this guy he's too extreme for new hampshire well i don't know the people of new hampshire don't seem to think so it's amazing how how little money is making a difference in this race isn't it yeah and it's because of real issues people are dealing with every Correct. single day yeah um you can laugh about the poss- possibility of nuclear war all you want but um we're closer than we have been in decades maybe since the cuban missile crisis um and that's only the worst case scenario we are still looking at potential food shortages in this country they are coming brought on by intentionally mismanaged inflationary economy that's uh, a little harder to laugh at, and we won't be laughing soon. We all need to prepare now. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. They have a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. It includes um, delicious, easy-to-make breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, totaling 2,000 calories a day so you can keep up your strength and your energy. It's really good food. Uh, and it's, you know, something that you can keep for 25 years if you need to just for a disaster, or you could, um, you know, use it if things just get dicey and, um, you're having a hard time at the supermarket, save $250. Now my We're fast approaching the day when you will have to depend on yourself. My Do it now. The Glenn Beck program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. I can't tell you the last time I was nervous for an interview. Can you think of the last time I was nervous to talk to somebody? No, but when you're nervous for an interview, the most important thing you can do is not blow it. 
you know, in a right. really big way. Thank you, thank you know, you. don't screw it up so yeah. everyone's laughing all at right, you. All right, all right. Catherine Limbaugh is going to be joining us here in a few minutes. That's so cool. And um, she's just put out a new book, Radio's Greatest of All Time, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, David and Catherine and Rush put this book together. Um, they started it uh, while he was alive. And uh, so it kind of has his fingerprint on it, is my understanding. It is, it is a really great book. It, mm-hmm. It's full of... You, you think you know Rush Limbaugh, but when you look at his life through pictures and through commentary, you realize this guy was. Rush, I mean, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's almost it's like hard a, to understate what that means. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the greatest of all time tells the or story for, yeah. for sure. And you go through his entire history. I mean, you know, he did everything. I mean, he really built the entire industry of talk radio single-handedly. I, I will tell you, and I think anybody who doesn't say this in talk radio is uh, arrogant or stupid, but it rush, we owe our careers to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. I, I mean, there's any doubt. Yeah. And, and to do it at the time that he was doing it at, he was the first, and he was the first to use satellite time. I mean, it's... It's it's an amazing story. The reason why conservatives, uh, Rush Limbaugh, saved AM radio, which was about to die out, was because Rush's partner happened to have some extra satellite time that he got as terms of his exit package when he left ABC. And ABC was like, what are you going to do with satellite time? Fine, give him satellite time. And he put Rush... On a satellite, nobody is. Nobody was doing that at that time, mm. and he became a phenomenon. And radio has not been the same since, and it certainly hasn't been the same since we lost him. The first interview with Catherine Limbaugh on radio's greatest of all time, Rush Limbaugh. Next, the Glenn Beck Program.